1: What's up, and welcome to the Stranded Podcast. It is your girl, Jessica Hurley, and we are here for a one on one episode because it is time to talk about something that has been driving me insane. Um, something that I've dealt with, my friends have dealt with, and I've been working with a lot of clients uh, right now that are dealing with this, and it is this absurd amount of comparison. Comparison: Comparing ourselves to others on social media, comparing ourselves to people that are in the limelight, celebrities, comparing our bodies, comparing our souls, comparing our efforts, comparing our careers, comparing ourselves to people that um, are just doing better than us, whether it be siblings or people at work or whatever. Um, and I'm not here to tell you how to how to rid yourself of this because I still deal with it daily. But I think there are some healthy ways that we can change our perspective and get really deep about what's motivating this for us. And so let's dive right in. I've got some healthy um, tips and tricks to kind of understand what's motivating your comparison and how to make it healthier for you. Lately with a lot of my clients, they have either been getting stuck at the starting phase or stuck after they produce Their podcast or their first speech or whatever it may be to speak their message, they get stuck because the response I keep getting from everyone is kind of somewhere the same. And I'm kind of struggling with comparison. I'm seeing these people doing this right now, or I'm seeing these people to claim that they do this, but I really do it better. Um, And if you're one of my clients and you're listening to this, I apologize, but I probably am talking about you because almost every one of my clients has said this, and I'm only talking about you and owning it because I've been through it too. And I still go through it daily. I still struggle with comparison. I still struggle with unhealthy, like competition and unhealthy motives like internally. And so, I'm just on a healthier side of it because I've gone through so much self-development. And so when I hear my clients stop or get stuck at achieving their potential because they're comparing themselves to others on Instagram or social media, it hurts me to my core because one, I don't want anyone to quit, stop, or doubt themselves because of what someone else is doing. You're comparing your chapter two to their chapter 11, which is completely unnecessary. You're where you are right now for good reason. They're where they are for very good reason. And what you think might be for you might not be for you just because they have it. But the the other reason that I'm bringing this up is because I had a client tell me the other day that she was struggling with comparison. And she said, I was like, I completely understand. And I kind of went into an explanation of some things that I'd went through. And I said, there will be a time where you'll be on the other side of it. And you'll actually have tunnel vision and you'll just be focused on you. And it'll be hard to compare yourself to others because you'll finally be very clear on where you're going. And she said, I completely, I hear you, but does that, are you, are you just saying that? Or have you actually been through it? Cause I feel like you're doing so well right now that you've probably never actually dealt with that. And I was like, no, not even the case. And then I just got done watching the Red Table Talk with Aisha Curry and um, the sister Seidel and the the newly engaged one, Callie Rivers, and um, just women of that stature married to those stature, those level of men, and they're even struggling with um, comparison and being competitive with other women. And I just thought wow, this is an insecurity that we all suffer from. It just kind of ebbs and flows as we move through our careers and our personal situations and our relationships. And so I just thought this was something important to talk about because it's one thing to acknowledge the insecurity or know that we're scrolling on social media and going, wow, look at her, look at, look at where she's at, look at her calling herself this and I'm not there yet. And who do I think I am? And then questioning one's worth. But, It's another to take steps to remove yourself from that feeling or overcome and make moves in spite of those feelings. And how do we do that? And so, of course, you know I wanted to bring some some what I consider might be some tangible steps or at least a better way to acknowledge and understand what those feelings are. So, and I also want to say this. It became very clear to me um, because I've been thinking about this for some weeks now it became very clear to me to acknowledge that there is such a thing as healthy and unhealthy competition. Because when I was thinking about some of this, I was thinking about how everyone, there's so many naysayers out there that saying social media is making people depressed because they're constantly comparing themselves. They're constantly seeking attention and validation. And now we're all comparing ourselves to one another. And this is making us all completely unhealthy, which I totally agree to an extent. But um, I was in the gym the other day. I specifically wake up early as hell to go to this one gym that I like that is very far from my home. It's like 35 minutes. So I go get up at six, drop my son off at seven, 30 to make sure that I'm there at eight to do that eight to nine workout because this gym only does classes at eight, at nine, at five or six. And with the way that we have to pick up our son, sometimes it's difficult to make the five or six. So I have to go to that one. And my um, fiance will always say, Like, why don't you just go to the regular gym? I can't. I can't go to the regular gym because I will not push myself the way that I push myself in that class in a gym because it's all on me. And even though there's other people working out around me, I don't really feel... I don't look at them and go, wow, I need to work harder because the person next to me is working harder. But when I'm in a class and we're all working on the same workouts at the same time, I have a competitive edge. Like... Not even that I have an edge, but I want to have a competitive edge. And it's nothing derogatory or against the person next to me, but when I'm struggling and I see the girl next to me going harder, I'm like, oh, uh-uh, Mm-mm, no, I gotta show you. I gotta show you that I can do that too. You know, or I see the person next to me struggling, it makes me wanna be like, oh, you got this, come on, let's go. I'll do five more just so you feel better about yourself. And I know that class makes me go harder. And the, the core of it is not the instructor, it's that I'm in a class of people. We're all doing the same thing, but we're all on different levels. And there's a there's a healthy competition going on that pushes me that I'm like, oh, I want to be as good as, as these people around me or if not better. And then when that hour is over, I value everyone around me because we all worked really hard towards the same thing regardless of of how well our each and every one of our outcomes were. The push to me is the compet- competition. That's healthy competition. And so I started thinking to myself... What, what about social media do I like and what do I not like? And I've grown to lot, like it a lot more recently, very much because I've learned how to only focus on myself. Truth be told, some of my friends are like, oh, did you watch my story today when I said blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, no, I didn't. Because I've learned to really just focus on what I have, what I promote and what I share and kind of keep a tunnel vision because I got to focus on myself. I've been selfish the last year and a half. And I have to tell you, it's worked out very well for me. So when we get into this comparison, there are parts of it that I think are very healthy. And I think there's a lot of people right now starting businesses, pushing themselves to a higher level. And you have to say and own that that is to account because of social media, because of the comparison, because of the healthy competition. People are starting businesses at an undeniable rate. And there's like an even higher success rate now because people are seeing other people doing it and saying to themselves, why not me? So there's a lot more awareness and a lot more comparison, but that has also created some healthy competition with people. I know it has me. Like, I don't think I would have started my business had it not been for social media and what I saw other people doing. And even, I can stoop as low and say this, times that I saw other women doing it, and I'm like, oh, well, if she can do it, I can definitely do it. You know, and not to downgrade anyone, but I know somebody has done that. You've looked at someone and went like, oh, she can do this? Why can't I do this? And those are some of the 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 pushes that I've had. So that, that thing that we're complaining about that, that extreme comparison, we got to find a, find a healthy way to use it. And so I want to talk about that. So I think it's understanding is what, if, if you're struggling with comparison right now, so period, if you're listening to this, you're struggling with comparison right now. Your girl is struggling with comparison right now. I struggle with it all the time. I just struggle with it in different ways now. And so what is motivating your comparison? I think that's a question you have to ask yourself is what is motivating this comparison right now? And then stop and and take a real opportunity to be honest with yourself about that because a lot of people will just lie to themselves and lie to others about about the comparison that they feel or try to justify that it's okay to feel it. And and hum- humanly true, it is justifiable. You, We are all insecure human beings, imperfect human beings. We are supposed to feel this feeling, but what is motivating it? And if it's unhealthy, how can I change it? And so I want to talk about some, some unhealthy things that might motivate your comparison. So scarcity and fear. Let's talk about scarcity and fear. I Majority of people I talk to that are struggling with comparison when it comes to starting their business, starting their podcast, speaking on a stage is they see other people doing it and they get upset and scared because they fear that there's like, some limited amount of success available. Like as if I've, today I've seen 10 people, you hear all these people saying the market's saturated, the market's saturated. I don't want to start a podcast. I don't want to try to be a um, empowerment speaker because all of a sudden there's so many popping up. I had a girl the other day say, everyone's a marketing strategist, but I actually went to school to be a marketing um, strategist. So like, I feel like I don't even get to be what I'm, I am really am because everyone else is like trying to be it. And you feel as if, as if this saturated market has wiped your opportunity clear of having the piece of the pie, as if there's this pie, everyone's moving so fast to grab it. It's like, it's like Jordans, like they're, they're rare, everybody's snatching them up. And then now you feel like you've lost your opportunity to get a pair. And now your worth ha- is belittled because you don't have those shoes. I, I threw that random analogy out there. But quickly, like you feel nothing will be left for you. And I struggled with that a lot in the beginning. It was like I would I launched my podcast. I would put episodes out there. I feel like I put quality content out there. And then I remember um these two girls launching a podcast and they hit like a hundred thousand downloads in six months and I was like and then I went listen to their episodes and I was like, What? What I'm I'm putting way more energy into my podcast. I'm doing I'm doing so much more like and then getting down on myself and just thinking like, oh my God, people like this are gonna keep popping up and doing better than me and then I'm just basically gonna fizzle out and lose my opportunity to do anything like this. And some of you may be listening to this and going, yeah, that's that's exactly how I feel or that's very true. I see why you felt that way. But I was operating in a mine of scarcity and that will destroy you. You have to find a way to operate from a place of abundance. Like I remember I had to get to a place where I constantly had to tell myself, That if one person messages you today and says, I listened to your podcast and it changed my day, or I love your episode, or I love what you said, or I wrote this down. That's all you need because your purpose is not to be the most famous podcaster. That's never been the goal. So I'm, I'm operating in scarcity and fear over someone having something that truth be told, I don't really, I never was never the purpose of why I created this podcast. The purpose of why I created this podcast was to change lives. So whether it's one a day, one a week, or one a month, my purpose is served. So I have to operate in that abundance of, I'm doing exactly what I said I was gonna do. I was gonna help people understand how to press play during their their worst times and know that there's more to come on the other side and they're being trained for greatness. That the lesson is, is behind the shit about Instagram. Like, the goal is always fleeting, and if you think about Stacy Flowers, my last interview just last week, she talked about everyone running towards happiness, thinking that if they would just achieve that one goal or find success, then they then they would be happy. But the happiness is actually in the process; it actually comes before success. And so there are several of us at times, or long period of times, where we're constantly seeking validation and attention, and it's it's coming from the comparison is coming from the wrong place. You're building off the wrong foundation. I, I will tell you, I've met, I've been to speaking engagements and events where I see someone speaking and giving a motivational speech that I know from the deepest place in my heart that they are only doing it for validation and attention to eventually be famous or known known as a widely national public speaker and not to actually serve others. That will eventually fizzle. Because you don't even, one, you don't even know where you're going. If you're doing it for validation and attention, you don't even know where you're going. And if you don't believe that the universe will shut that down at some point, you're going to either end up in the wrong direction or that is going to fizzle out because it's built on a weak foundation. It, it, it Regardless, it prevents you of performing at your highest level because you don't even know where you're going. And if you think about it, a focus on self is like such narrow thinking it takes away from each one of our divine purposes. Because if we're, we're operating from a healthy place of comparison or competition, then we are doing it for something that is bigger than ourselves. And when we, if we're doing it for validation and attention, we're simply just doing it for self. Knowing that at the end of the day, there's a much broader purpose than just you. And so I would ask you that if at any time... And again, I know we post on Instagram for this. Every single one of us has this insecurity. security. Every single one of us sometimes wants validation. As women, we want to know we're still sexy. You know, as men, we want to know we still got it. Like, we're still seeking that. You know, men make X amount of dollars and they want people to be like, wow, good job, you're such a great businessman. You know, like, that still exists. But I challenge you, when you know you're seeking that, to dig deeper and not forget that each one of us have a divine purpose on this earth and really understand what that is. And I'll give you an example with me. I had to start honoring what my bigger purpose was and what really made me happy. And I've got coaches and people and all type of people in my inner circle that tell me that I should not do one-on-one coaching because it takes away from my bottom line. It takes too much energy and it's not enough money in my coaching and consulting business. But what I had to honor is that I truly love. Like to me, I truly love teaching people one-on-one. I love doing like in-person classes and in-person mastermind groups and teaching one-on-one because I really like getting to know people and helping them understand their potential and actually take the steps in order to move things forward and not be stuck on the how. And because I love it so much, I know it's part of my purpose. I know it is. And regardless of my bottom line, I cannot build a business that is about validation and attention and not do what I was put on this purpose or on this earth to do, which is to serve other people. And for me, that's in person or directly one-on-one. So another thing to check for when thinking of or comparing yourself to others is you know you're out of line. Like this is like the worst one, but I've seen people do it all the time. Um, And I've even caught myself doing it before um is when you realize you're basically diminishing someone else and i want to acknowledge we've all got that friend and i really hope it's not you but we've all got that friend that re that is doing something for all the wrong reasons is hurting other people in the process or pushing other people down like ill will never serves anyone period right and so you've, we've got that friend that when you walk in, a, you guys walk in a room together, they're like, oh, look at her dress. Ugh. I almost bought those shoes, but they were super cheap. You know, now she looks like she's broke. Like I'm I'm giving wild examples, but you have that friend or you know someone that is super negative and always has to put somebody down in order to kind of prevent themselves or put that wall up from being the person that's made fun of or being the person that's talked about. It's kind of like being somebody to the punch. Um, if I'm the person that, puts people down first, then I don't have to be the person that is um, judged or frowned upon. That's kind of, like I said, beating somebody to the punch. Um, Like think about Nicole Bitchy. If you guys know who Nicole Kane is, you know, she rose, her rise to the top was off of the website, Nicole Bitchy. It was a blog site. I was obsessed with it when I was in college. It was basically like the shade room. It was a blog site and she had people that would capture everything that celebrities would do. And she would get on there and blog about it. And that was her rise to the top. And she sold it years ago. And she's come out and said that she just felt like her rise was inauthentic, that what she really wanted to do was empower people. And she, her success was built off of comparing people and competition and telling the story of the, the the intimate story of celebrities lives that they didn't want to be told. That never works out for anyone. Like think about girls trip, same thing. The movie girls trip where like queen Latifah was the blogger and had to make the decision of putting her friend out for success, like telling the story of her cheating husband, you know, Any ill will, any time that you stoop to the low level of comparing yourself to someone else and then you get um, in a competitive state of where you're willing to push someone else down to rise above, you know that you're in an unhealthy state of, of competition. And I'm using the word comparison and competition interchangeably. And I'm doing that because I want you to understand that comparison either leads to doubt and Crippling like paralyzes you or comparison leads to competition and will either make you do crazy shit like put other people's down or seek validation attention or operate from a place of scarcity and fear. So as you begin comparing yourselves with other people, I want you to really, really think of where your mind is going with this. Are you stuck, paralyzed, not moving because you're operating from a place of scarcity and fear and thinking that this is not for you? Are you comparing yourself to other people and constantly seeking validation and attention. Like, you know, I even remember having friends that went through a phase where they felt like they weren't getting enough attention on social media, but they saw girls getting attention that were half naked, wearing bathing suits all the time, you know, all of that. And then would go do it themselves. And it was like, because it was it was war out here. They, they were comparing themselves to other women that were getting way more attention than they were and that were getting noticed and getting likes and they weren't and they felt like it was simply because um, they weren't willing to compete half naked. You know, and it's, so it's when you begin comparing yourself, really dig deep about what that insecurity is and where it's coming from. We all have them. I'm not perfect. I'm, I'm getting on here and talking about this because I want to open up about something that we all deal with. And if you find yourself in a place where you're putting someone else down, then you know it's because of comparison. It's because you've compared yourself to someone and you don't like where they're at. And therefore, if you can shut them down first, then they can't shut you down. When when nine times out of 10, it's it's likely that you're just telling yourself a story. Now, now that we've talked about some of those negative places that our mind can go when it comes to comparison, I wanna talk about healthy comparison. And that's kind of where I started out with the gym. like. For me personally, I have to go to a gym with other people that I can be competitive with. It pushes me to another level. Like I love going to conferences now with other entrepreneurs because when I'm in my own little space, I get stuck sometimes. Like I think that I'm doing just enough to make just enough money to be all right where I'm at and I'm sharing and I'm doing everything that I need to do and then I get to a conference and I'm like, damn, that girl's doing some great stuff. She's doing something that I wanna do. Like I need to level up. I need to get to the next level. I need to push myself. So, and and it took me a lot of time to get there, a lot. Like I used to meet other women. I used to go to other conferences and boy, I would pick people apart. Like I would be like, oh, like she did this and this and now she thinks she's, she's the shit. When in all reality, I really wanted to be in her shoes. Like I really wanted to be in her shoes. And so that's when you really gotta like self check where your comparison is coming from. At the end of the day, if you are talking shit about other people, whether it be at a conference, on social media, that is coming from a insecure place of comparison. It is all comparison and self-worth. So what are some healthy ways we can combat this? And I had to really think about some of the things that I've changed mentally about, and one of them was understanding your bigger purpose. Understanding your bigger purpose. So now, that, at the, actually, at the end of the day, I never wanted to be famous or well-known as an influencer online. That was never the goal. That was just the results of all the work that I've put in. It was more about I wanted to create a place of community for women that have felt like how I felt for a very long time where I was stuck unsure of where I was going and felt incomplete and invaluable because I wasn't seeking my full potential. And so I have to know and remind myself a lot that what I'm working towards is for the advancement of a lot of women, for a tribe of women. Like why do you think these MLMs and these network companies, these network marketing companies and these referral companies do so damn well? Like, we make fun of it. We joke about it. We're like, uh-uh, girl, get away from me. I don't want your shampoo. But they train everyone in those companies to one, feel like they're all equally involved to help each other and have, a, like, have like a everybody wins mindset. So if the company is win- winning, if each one of us are putting our, our weight in, everybody's winning. And everyone literally has like stake in their company. So it has to be for the advancement of the entire group Now, I got a circle of influencers around me that I surround myself with. And then I have a tribe of women that I help with, whether it be my Instagram followers, my clients, the entrepreneurs that I work with one-on-one when it comes to podcasting. But I know that everything I do, when I don't take a step forward, I'm selfishly holding everyone back. One of the most clear revelations I had the other day, and this is going to sound selfish, but it really knocked me into my place, was... I was, I went to an event here in Tampa with um, two close friends of mine. And one, well, one of them happens to be my client. And the other one is a friend of mine. Both of them are starting their own podcast. And the speaker said something about, um, you know, not being selfish, like holding back your gift out of fear only hurts other people. And the girl sitting next to me said, Had you feared starting a podcast, had you feared putting your voice out there, neither one of us would have been starting a podcasting, changing lives either. So your ability to put yourself out there and do that has inspired both of us to do it. And now we're going to inspire other people. And had you been selfish and held that gift back because of fear, neither one of us would have been able to do it. And that really put me in my place. I was like, wow, this shit is bigger than me. It's, I, don't, I'm, I don't think I have the best message. That's absolutely certain. But if I can inspire a few people to put their voice and their message out there, then I'm on the right track. And that, that purpose alone makes me competitive as hell. So I do compare myself to others, but I'm like, I got to get out there. I got to make this happen because I got to make this happen for my tribe, for other women that want to live like this. I got to show them that they can have this life too. That they can spread the word, that they can have a message, that they can share their story and change lives doing it. So what is that what is that comparison? Is it healthy comparison? Is it healthy competition? Are you doing it to inv- advance your tribe or your community? Here's another one, and this is one that like, whoo, I struggled with this, and I was doing it all along, but I just I just didn't even know that this was what life is really about and it's unlocking your potential. Like there are days when I feel like I don't get anything accomplished. Like I don't get shit accomplished. Like I there has been days where I am grinding, working on building my course, learning technical things that I don't know that take me so much time and I'm like I'm not productive enough. What am I doing? Like I'm not And then I look at people doing way better than me and, but I'm less concerned of stacking myself up to others and more interested into my new potential. Like just really focused on me. Like every time I'm teaching myself something new because I'm an entrepreneur now, I got to teach myself most of these things or I got to buy a course or pay a mentor to learn it. Like when I'm teaching myself something, I'm like, this is all about my new potential. This is part of the journey. Like, I don't need to be comparing myself to somebody else right now and where their 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 sales and their courses or what they're doing or what stage they're speaking on like I'm too busy unlocking my potential. Do you know how many times in the last year I had to really go back to my mind of abundance because there were times where I would be like I would be in a circle of people and see some people around me get chosen, not literally a physical circle, but people in my circle get chosen to speak at events. And I wouldn't, and I would be like, wow, why not me? It's because I'm still unlocking my potential. Maybe it's not right now. Maybe that's not my crowd. Maybe I'm still learning the things I need to be the best version of myself to serve other people. All I need to be focused on is not the why, not the how. I need to be focused on unlocking my God-given talents and my potential. And sometimes that feels like nothing. Sometimes that feels like self-care. Sometimes that feels like reading a book, listening to a podcast, or teaching yourself a new skill. But you cannot be comparing yourself with others, like being focused on that, when you need to be focused on unlocking your full potential. Another thing that I've found to be really healthy when it comes to comparison, and this is probably one of the things I respect about women the most, is is acknowledging mutual values. And this will help a lot with the scarcity and fear. This kind of ties in with an abundance mindset. Reach out to other people when you share the same values. Like imagine that. That's the opposite of us being scared of people that are doing what we want to do. Like I tell this story about Megan all the time. When Chris told me about my business partner, Megan, who I had before I knew her before anything, he said to me, like, you got to find some more entrepreneur friends. And I was like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. He's like, you need a, you need, you need a circle. I was like, yeah, I do. And he said, I know this girl. I met her at a real estate event. You you guys would probably be cool. She's about to blow up. Um, She started a podcast too. And I went and looked at her page and I was like, why do I need to know somebody else that started a podcast like that's my competition? And he was like, shut up and go meet the girl, like go have coffee with her. You don't know what you guys could learn from each other. And he was right. That's my, that's like one of my closest business partners now. Like she knows everything I don't and we help each other on a whole nother level. But I was looking at her like podcaster. Why do I need to be friends with another podcaster? But we have, we share mutual values. We focus on two completely different things, but we share mutual values. We love speaking and sharing our message and our story with other people. And I still get amazed daily when I have women that are climbing to do the things that I do, want to empower other women, you know, doing calls teaching courses, like really putting themselves out there, speaking on stages and still reach out to me and say, I listened to your episode today and it was amazing and it changed me and I took notes and this is so great and you're so awesome. And I'm like, wow. Like that's when you put your pride aside and say like, I see you girl. And we've talked about this a thousand times, collaboration over competition. But when that scarcity and that fear steps in and you see that girl and she's a marketing strategist and you're like, but girl, I went to school for marketing too. Like, who are you? Instead of saying that, reach out to her and say, hey girl, I see you. I see you. I don't know what you're doing in marketing right now, but I'd love to be a part of it. I'm a marketer too. If there's any way that we can ever collaborate and help one another, let's chat. And I bet you it will feel so good to your soul. But sometimes it's so hard for us to put that shit aside. Put that pride aside. And instead just quietly compare ourselves like, who does she think she is? I'm the real marketer. You know like who, who do and then make and then and then question yourself, who do I think I am? Reach out to people with mutual values. Like some of my greatest podcast guests have been people that I've went and saw speak. And I go up to them afterwards and I'm like, "You're amazing." Like because I watched you on that stage and you inspired me to want to do more with my life. Thank you. I don't want to be like you cause I'm not going to be like you. I'm going to speak and, and speak to my audience differently than you do, but you inspire me and we have the same values and the same goals. Thank you so much for putting yourself out there. Like Nicaela Matthews from Side Hustle Pro. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Side Hustle Pro, but it's one of the, one of the like very, very popular podcasts right now. And she interviews everyone about side hustles. Um, She's been around for like a little over a year now and she just hit 2 million downloads. I was there when she hit a million. I was there when she hit 100,000. Like following her, sending, sending the photos to my man saying like, this is goals. This is what I want for my career. Like what she's doing is what I want. And never once was I like, damn her. Like she's not, she's not even that good. Like she inspired me. We have mutual values. She's doing what I want and it inspires the fuck out of me. Like, and every time she hits a goal, I send it to her and I'm like, that's what's up. Like, thank you for continuing to inspire me. Somebody's got to be doing better than you. You need a blueprint. You need somebody to walk the path before you. Thank God that we don't have to continue to reinvent the wheel. Tell that girl, I see you. It will help your soul, I promise. And then last but not least, when you compare yourself with someone... Because their their chapter eleven looks better than your chapter two. Like think about how easy it is for me to do that. I, I became a full time entrepreneur three weeks ago. Now, I've been doing this for two years on the side, but it was just a side hustle. It was ten to fifteen hours a week. Now it's fifty hours a week. And it's so easy for me to get online and see some of the girls that are in my in my mentoring circle or girls that I meet at events or even my, my fiance. My fiance is killing the game. Killing the game. But he's been doing this for 10 years. 10 years. Like, it's so easy for me to compare myself to his journey because I have to see him and look at him and watch him be successful every day. But I can't compare myself to him. We're incomparable. My only job is to compare myself to me and love my journey in the process. Like recognizing the value of the actual journey I'm on right now it, it takes a bigger person to take the focus off the end goal like this goes all back to that Stacey Flowers interview take your focus off the end goal and put your energy and attention into learning and growing and like I said that's hard for me too some days I feel like I waste my time I spend the whole day learning something that it took me one day to learn and three days to apply and I'm like I didn't make any money from this I'm wasting time But this journey, this is like going to school, self-education. This is part of my journey. I'm learning something that if I choose to be present and not so focused on the end goal of just making money or getting the course done or, or getting the podcast out there, but if I choose to be present during the journey and enjoy it, I'm going to be learning and growing through skills that I'm going to have for a damn lifetime. So my message to you in whole is this. When you find yourself comparing yourself to your friends, your sibling who's doing so much better than you right now making a ton of money in, in real estate or modeling or as a makeup artist, or, um, the friends that you went to college with who are taking the fuck off, like, or the people on social media that are traveling the world with their significant others or whatever it is, question what's motivating your comparison. You're right when you say that it's natural human nature to compare, but really check yourself on what it's motivated by. What is that real true insecurity, that real true feeling, and how can you make a conscious effort to rearrange and change that to a form of healthy comparison to create some healthy competition in your soul? Because I have to tell you, that's no one else's job but yours. The person you're comparing yourself to probably doesn't suck. They're probably awesome. They've probably just done a little more work than you. They're probably not smarter than you. They're probably not better than you. They have probably just put in a little more time and effort than you. But that is not their job. It is your job to clean this mess up. So figure out where what is motivating that comparison and how you can make that mental shift. Otherwise, it's a wrap. You guys know it's all love. I hope this episode was helpful. And make sure you go follow me on Instagram at Jessica Hurley underscore. And my new business, Instapodcast. You can follow me on social media Insta, at Instapodcast. This is going to be the place for all your podcasting questions, all your freebies, and my services to help you monetize your message. Um, and for people that want a done-for-you service for podcasting. So I'm so excited about what's coming. And guys, go follow me. Share this this message. Share this episode if you find someone that it would be helpful for. But we're all struggling with comparison. We just got to find a way to make it healthier for us and change our perspective. All right. Have a good week.
0: Thanks again for joining us on another episode of The Stranded Podcast.